Want to have better conversations? Join my free 21-day confidence-building course. You'll learn how to effectively talk about yourself and clearly explain what you do, so you'll be able to have more meaningful conversations with less awkward silences. Sign up now at freeconfidencecourse.com. You're listening to Stand Out Get Noticed, the show that helps you communicate with confidence so you can stand out from the crowd and get noticed by all the right people. If you want to be a person of influence and achieve success in business and in life, this podcast is for you. To subscribe to the show, go to thecmethod.com. Hi there, welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 47 and I am your host, Christina Canters. So you know how I'm always encouraging you to get outside your comfort zone, to learn, grow and build your confidence? Well, my guest this week helps other people do this for a living. Yep, Chris Jackson is a life coach, personal development junkie and a good friend of mine. He coaches groups and individuals to help them find their passion, break through the barriers holding them back and live to their full potential. You can learn more about Chris at chrisjacksoncoaching.com. Now, I was very excited to get him on the show this week because we're both really passionate about helping other people to overcome fear. And in this conversation, we talk about how you can do that, how to overcome your fear, how Chris himself overcame his fear of talking to women. We we also talk about the right mindset that you need to be confident in social situations and also what he teaches his coaching clients to help them overcome their fears, plus much, much more. Show notes for this episode will be at thecmethod.com slash lifecoach. Firstly, I'd like to give a shout out to Bin, George and Jody, who all left lovely Stitch reviews for me this week. So you may have heard me talk about iTunes reviews, but Stitcher reviews are just as important to get the podcast more exposure to all those lovely Android users. No, I haven't forgotten about you, lovely Android user. So if you find this episode interesting, or if you learn something new, I would really appreciate a review in Stitcher. And I'll be honest, leaving a review in Stitcher is actually easier than leaving a review in iTunes. It's very simple. All you have to do is go to thecmethod.com slash stitcher and that will take you to a link to leave a review. Too easy. Also, I have a couple of exciting announcements, but I'll leave those until the end because I want to get into the conversation with Chris, but I will tell you that they both involve travel and speaking and I'm very excited about both of these things. So I will be sharing those with you at the end of the episode. Okay, you ready to push past your comfort barrier? Cool. Let's meet the very lovely Chris Jackson. So Chris, I'm excited to have you on the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm I'm finally glad that I'm I'm added onto your show. I've been listening to your podcast (laughs) for a while, so I'm glad to be here, Christina. For people who don't know, we actually met... We met at a young and wildly successful seminar, didn't we? Yeah, we did. And then we met again at the Tony Robbins yeah. Unleash the Power yeah. seminar. Yeah. So we- you're a yeah, you're a bit of a personal development junkie, a self-confessed personal development junkie, right? Yeah, I love it. It's it's my number one passion in life is personal development and yeah, I just I just love it. There's just something about it that I've always loved and I've just and I'm, I guess in my career as a life coach now it's it's something that I get to 
access every day in my every conversation I have with people. So yeah, I just love it. As you as you can tell, you know, when we were jumping up and down going nuts at Tony Robbins, it was uh, <laughs> you, know, you, you could see that's what I was passionate about. So um, and I can I know it's a passion of yours as well. So yeah, I think that's great that we've got that in common. And you're one of the most smiley, friendly people I've ever met. You're so enthusiastic and I love your energy. So <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you. It, was, I... it was great to dance with you at Tony Robbins. <laughs> how did you, so how did you transition into life coaching? Very, very good question. I was, uh, just to give you guys a little bit of background behind me, uh, I was working in the mining and minerals processing industry for nine years. And, uh, you know, obviously a very lucrative industry, um, working as an engineer, but, it got to a point where I just wasn't passionate about it. I just, it just wasn't meaningful for me. And I, I just knew that there was more to life. I wanted to find my purpose and my passion and my mission. And engineering was great, but it just wasn't any of that. So I had no idea what my passion, my mission was. And I guess I was lucky enough to have, you know, been doing enough personal development and hanging out with people like yourself and, and really getting into that zone of, of learning more about myself where I got to the point where I realized that I needed to make a shift. And I knew that I was good at personal development and loved it. And I was actually lucky enough to stumble on a Facebook ad um, to study life coaching. So it was kind of a little bit of fortune and a little bit of luck and I guess also also a little bit of my own doing um, that enabled me to discover that. But yeah, ultimately, ultimately the, uh, the universe conspired in my favor and, uh, and I discovered you know, that, that life coaching was actually amazing. And, and the only way I'd actually would have discovered that was actually by trying it, by actually literally uh, you know, signing up to the course and finding out what it was about. And after I actually signed up and had my uh, my first you know three day immersion in coaching, I was just blown away, and I just knew that that's what I was meant to do. It was like, yes, I found it. It's like I found mm. I was found the thing that I was meant to do, and I was just blown away by it. So it was a it was a I mean obviously that's a, that's the short version of the story, but um mm. but essentially in a nutshell that's that's how I discovered it. The long version will be coming out in a book. Oh yes, very, probably probably very shortly. Probably a couple of volumes, <laughs> a couple of volumes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Love it. Yeah. Well, Chris, I wanted to talk to you on, on the show because we've talked a bit about this before, just about this idea of confidence and going outside your comfort zone. And that's something that, as you would know, I very much like to do and share my experiences on the show. Mm. So I wanted to talk about your experiences of getting outside your comfort zone and obviously becoming a life coach, leaving your, your job and becoming a life coach is one of them. Um, but there are other things that I know that you've done that – definitely take a bit of confidence like wearing insanely crazy leggings out in public <laughs> and <laughs> can you tell me what what have you learnt and maybe with regards to your your coaching as well what have you learned about getting outside your comfort zone and how does that serve you as an individual and as a coach yeah i love your question christina yeah, I'd say um, what I've learned about getting outside of my comfort zone would be that when when I've gotten out of my comfort zone, it's been the most intensely rapid period of growth um, in my life. Um, you know, I guess I can relate to playing it safe for a lot of my life, um, and I guess getting on this coaching journey um, and you know the conversations that I have with people on a daily basis that can be, I guess, very, very deep and personal issues certainly have been one of those areas where I've certainly been challenged in terms of my comfort zone and what I'm feeling comfortable I actually talk about with people. But I guess the other major part of my comfort zone, I guess, has really been, I guess, from a, in the context of identity. Um, I've been an engineer for most of my life and then, you know, having the confidence and, and to just be, I guess, just really step into the unknown in, in pursuing another career, basically just transitioning into another industry, a totally different career, um, takes an incredible amount of courage. 
Um, and so there certainly is you know, so many components of this career and this journey that I've literally had to learn from scratch and teach myself and discover and, uh, and coming from a place of not really knowing where I'm going. So, you know, having faith in the process and just backing myself and believing myself has probably been the biggest thing. Um, but certainly, you know, every day there's something new where I'm pushing myself, where I'm, I'm pushing myself beyond my comfort zone. And yeah, it, does, it doesn't always feel good, but uh, it's one of these classic things of delayed gratification. It's only through taking action that we conquer our fears. But on the other side of that, you know, is, is real confidence and, 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 and just a, an amazing feeling when you actually conquer your fears and actually push through something that you, you, know, you were scared of, but then afterwards you just knew, I had that. What was I scared of all that time? Um, so, yeah, I guess, yeah, probably the biggest thing I've, I've realized is um, that when I actually do back myself, when I actually do push myself into past my comfort zone, um, that's when I actually sometimes get my best results. Is, uh, when I actually, do you have an example of that? Yeah, I'll give you an example. I, I did my first group coaching session. Um, the other day <laughs> and uh so I was, how many people there was five people and it was for a business okay. a local business and uh so coaching their employees and uh i this was this was my first of a group coaching experience and i was speaking to business owners and they said hey would you like to um do some group coaching and i was like uh yeah sure i'd love uh, yeah let's do group coaching and i'm secretly in my mind i'm going shit i don't know what i'm doing yeah <laughs> <laughs> i've never done group coaching before but let's just say yes and work out how so i just said yes and I said yeah of course let's do this and um you know, kind of, so that, I mean, I, it gave me a week or so to sort of prepare and, you know, you know, kind of come up with a strategy of how I wanted to coach these people. But, um, you know, so I was kind of a little bit, a little bit scared and, you know, a little bit not really knowing what I was going into. But when I actually went there, it was just amazing because it unfolded in the most amazingly smooth, uh, and, and just really enjoyable way that I actually really surprised myself. And, uh, there was amazing, some amazing outcomes we got out of the group conversation. I ended up like having some amazing chats. The guys were just loving it. There was, you know, going through a lot of content that they had no idea about before, and I was, you know, really giving them a lot of clarity around, you know, a lot of context in their lives. And uh, at the end of it, I was like, oh my god, I've just done group coaching. Like, imagine what else I'm capable of. So I guess that's one just example in my career where, you know, I've just thrown myself into something that I didn't particularly know how to do it, but you just sort of say yes and work out how. And on the other side of it, you know, things just sort of seem to fall in place. Is this something that you help your clients work through as well? Like, do you actually encourage them or push them to get outside their comfort zones to then become more confident, oh, totally. or is there something else that you do? No, that's that's one of the big things I do. I'm I'm a big big believer in challenging people to overcome their fears directly by taking action. Um, I, I'm a firm believer that you know the best way to conquer any fear is through action. And um, you know, I've, I guess you know one of the one of the one of the clients I've been working with recently. She actually came to me and she said she, you know, she didn't feel confident with men, for example. You know, actually, she, she was recently single and she said she didn't feel confident with men. And I said, well, you know, we explored a little bit more. And I said, well, would you like to become more confident? She said, I'd love to. And I said, well, I'm going to tell you how to do it. And what you need to do is you need to walk up to a guy that you think is good looking and, you know, want to have a chat to and say hello. And she was, she was scared of that. And she was like, oh, I can't do that. And I said, well, this is your challenge. And I said, this is your challenge for this week is to go and just go and talk to anyone. Like even at the supermarket or at, you know out in public, getting in the habit of really, you know, if you don't feel confident, just go and talk to them. So I set her a challenge, and she came back the next week and said, "Oh my God, I was chatting to these guys and it worked out fantastically, and I pushed beyond my comfort zone, and like I feel really confident now." And so again, that's I set kind of challenges like that for my clients all the time, where I just really get in to push beyond their push beyond their boundaries, just even little things, you know, like whether it be having conversations with guys that they're meeting or women, 
um, or even just you know having conversations uh, at the supermarket. So really just pushing my clients and getting them to extend themselves. Speaking of talking to men and talking to women, mm. is that something that you've pushed yourself in as well? Uh, me personally? Personally? Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I actually used to be very, very insecure with women back in my younger years. And uh, that's actually how I got into the whole personal development world in, in the first place, um, you know, wanting to actually improve myself to become better with women. And again, this is what I've realized on this journey is really every time I take action and have a conversation, whether it be with a guy or a girl with, or with someone at the supermarket, um, is just, again, pushing myself past my comfort zone and really being the one who is a leader and is taking action and is courageous in just creating connections. And, uh, and I guess I've certainly, you know, I've certainly uh, read my own fair share of dating books and, you know, how to be confident and all that sort of thing. But uh, I think the, the best thing I've, I've realized on this journey, uh, I haven't read from a book. It's, it's what I've discovered from actually getting out there and, and being vulnerable and having the courage to just go on when, you know, when, when, when fear presents itself, just to take action regardless of fear and just to, uh, just to conquer it, just to say that, yeah, I, I, I got, I got to win there over my fear. I got to win. Um, mm. so yeah, certainly, um, certainly my confidence has improved out of sight. Um, now I can, I can walk to any girl in any bar and just go and randomly chat to her and introduce myself and, uh, <laughs> and not worry about it because I just know that, you know, I think a great metaphor for life is, um, you know, everyone in the world has their favorite fruit. You know, everyone else loves peach. Say for example, your favorite fruit might be, what's your favorite fruit, um, Christina? Well, to be honest, it's a random Malaysian one. Okay, there we uh, go. Which everyone else, everyone else hates it. It's called durian. Durian, there you go. So the great it's smelly, it's smelly and spiky, <laughs> and it smells like a tip. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. But it's amazing. Fantastic. Good. So the amazing analogy that I like to share with my clients is, in your case, I'd be sharing. You know, not everyone loves durian. Okay, <laughs> okay. But <laughs> yeah, if you might be true. the most juiciest, delicious durian in the world, but not everyone's going to love it. And you just need to be your fruit and just appreciate whoever responds and loves your kind of fruit. So that's what I've sort of embraced as a message. Have you had an experience where someone didn't like your type of fruit? Oh, that yeah. That sounds really weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the <Yeah>. crisp fruit. <laughs> I don't like crisp fruit. There's a lot of people that aren't into crisp fruit, that's for sure. They're not? Yeah. So what so what actually happens and, and how does that make you feel? Um, what I've learned is I've, I've learned to actually internalize my self-esteem, which is basically coaching talk for basically not learning to basically worry what anyone else thinks about you because if you worry what anyone else thinks about you, you're basically outsourcing your emotions to external forces that are outside your control. So... Um, Wait, say that again. You're outsourcing your emotional your emotions. control to other people. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. You're out- so you're giving them control oh, yeah. instead yeah. of taking control of it yeah. yourself. You're outsourcing your control to external forces that are outside of your control. Uh, so what I've decided to do is to say, well, look, I'm, I'm going to be the one that controls my emotions. I'm going to control how I respond. And that means that I'm not going to make it mean that there's anything wrong with me if someone doesn't like me. It just means that I'm not their kind of fruit. By, by kind of thinking in that way, I've, I've, that sort of allowed me to sort of be a bit more courageous and actually just not beat myself up if I have an interaction with someone. So, you know, go up and chat to a girl and she, she doesn't like me, she doesn't like me. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with me. It just means that I wasn't her kind of fruit and that's totally fine because um, it wasn't meant to be anyway. So that's fantastic. No, she probably wasn't your kind of fruit either. There you go. And uh, <laughs> so yeah, this is totally right. This is, and everyone's a winner because we've, we've evolved from that conversation. Um, you know, I guess with a truth that you know that it, that it wasn't meant to be, which is you know it's what it's what it's what life's about is you know finding people that connect with you. I was having a conversation earlier with my boyfriend actually about confidence versus no fear of judgment, 
And he thinks that they're completely, he was saying that they're two completely different things. And I was like, well, if you don't care what other people think of you, doesn't that then give you confidence? And he disagreed. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, I, I agree with you. Oh, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I, I think ultimately if, if we're not occupied and, and not concerned with what others think of us and we're not afraid of rejection, I think that's the ultimate tool for confidence. Um, you know, because I think confidence for me, again, this is just my, my personal view, but constant confidence comes from within. It's your own sense of self. It's your own belief in that who you are and, and what you're about. So again, going back to, you know, if someone else doesn't respond to you or if we're fearful of someone else's reaction to us, um, again, we're just outsourcing, you know, our emotions and our sense of esteem um, to, to other people and other things. So I think when we can come from a place of really just embracing who we are and not actually caring what the response is, I think that's when we do our best work. I think that's when we're actually authentically ourselves because we're not we're not trying to be something we're not. We're just naturally, innately being the people we are and comfortable and confident with, with whatever happens and not being attached to an outcome. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes. And this is something that I've gone through a lot and just in terms of putting out content, getting up to speak, you always have this fear of what are people thinking of me. And I find this with people that I coach when they get up to to give a presentation, right? Everyone's always afraid of, oh, my God, are they judging me? Are they judging me? When mm. really, again, that's that's outsourcing that emotional control, right? And I've, I find that as I've gotten older, I have I tend to care less about what people think and I've read great blog posts about this as well about if you just give less of a less of an f right then Hmm. then that's the best way to have confidence but with the confidence thing again is that do you think is confidence something that you is it a skill that you learn or is it all sort of all in the all in the mind whether you have it or not because you were were saying before how your client she said, I'm not confident with talking to men, but then she she went out and did it, took action, came back, mm. and then she said, oh, I'm confident now. Did she <laughs> actually get more confident or was she always confident, but in her mind she thought maybe she wasn't? <laughs> yeah. Is it a mindset or is it an actual skill? Oh, look, I, I think it's, I think first and foremost, it's a mindset because, because if you look back in, uh, looking back in your history or everyone's history, you know, back when we were little kids, when we were around playing, when we were little kids, we would literally just run around the playground and just say, would you be my friend? You know, hello. <laughs> literally, we, we were confident then. So then uh, and all of a sudden at some point in our lives, we decided to not be confident. So it was a skill that we always had. So somewhere along the line, fear and limiting beliefs start to creep in, which is basically coaching talk for basically you know, a disempowering way of thinking um, that basically – basically limits us in, in our behavior. So at some point in our lives, we sort of learned, oh, you know, it's, it's you know, learning that it's e- sometimes easier to play it safe. You know, sometimes, you know, we get rejected. So at some point in our lives, we, we become not confident. So again, I, I'm a firm believer that it's, it literally is a mindset um, because we, we had that when we were kids. We lost it at some point and then we regain it. We re sort of, we re-tap into the essence of, of the truth of who we really are as a, as a, as a person. So... So, yeah, but, but again, I, I think it's also can be a skill as well because it, it's, that can be something that can be trained. So I think it's, it's also a combination of both mindset, but also can be a skill uh, in terms of we can train ourselves and we can, you know, use a lot of mind hacks and a lot of, you know, a lot of principles in personal development to really, you know, conquer that fear. 
Um, as you know, things like doing anchors when we were jumping around in Tony Robbins, you know, firing ourselves up. I guess that's something like you could you could actually describe that as being a learned tool or a, a skill, a skill if you like, that can help you and assist you. So I think it is a bit of both, but mainly mindset. What are some other confidence building tips that or tools that you share with your clients? Yeah, I think the the probably the biggest one I share with my clients is um, is actually getting them to believe in themselves that they are actually doing the best that they possibly can with the resources that they have at the time. So everyone is always doing the best that they can. And when people actually realize that they're always doing the best that they possibly can, they can actually go a little bit easier on themselves and actually forgive themselves and actually be a bit more playful with how they actually go about any interaction in life. So when people sort of start to go, you know, forgive themselves and go a bit easier on themselves and realize that no one's perfect, um, but they're doing their best, I think that gives people a lot of freedom to really just to really just be at peace with who they are. Um, so that's that's one thing I give my clients. I guess the other thing as well is I, I give my clients a lot of um, uh, I guess a lot of motivational uh, information and inspirational content. I'd say you know certainly uh, being conscious of what we feed our minds is certainly another thing that I'm, I'm always telling my clients. Um, obviously, there's the self talk um, in a dialogue that's going on. So giving people the awareness of what they're actually thinking. And reversing it. Um, so a classic thing would be, you know, instead of asking how can this go wrong, which is a question we're sometimes subconsciously asking, be conscious of that and say, well, look, let's change it. Let's flip it. How can this go right? Uh, or instead of asking, oh, well, what am I missing out on? What am I gaining? You know, again, just just flipping all the negative questions to positive questions um, at a subconscious and conscious level. Um, but also, you know, being conscious of what we're feeding our minds on a daily basis in terms of what are we listening to, like, you know, podcasts like this, you know, what books are we reading, what personal development seminars are we going to, and what are we actually actively, consciously doing to instill that constant positive mindset? Because it's like a muscle. The way I see a mind is like, it's like a muscle. The more that we can actually uh, instill in terms of positive content, the more likely we are to actually go out there in a day and be positive. Mm. Can you share your what you listen to in the morning because yeah, I know yeah. you I know you have a very <laughs> rigorous morning routine and it's something that I aspire to would you be so kind to yeah. share that with us <laughs> certainly certainly Christina uh, I'd love to so I on my whiteboard in my room I have a big long list where I originally started out as calling my calling it my hour of power which I originally got <laughs> the concept from Tony Robbins and yeah. uh, it's now turned into an hour and a half of power so it's basically my morning ritual where I go through everything from, you know, waking up first thing in the morning, I drink a heap of water. I do a 20-minute meditation exercise. Um, and again, it depends on, you know, the time of day or, you know, I can do it either in the morning or in the evening. But I go through meditation. I usually do some reading, you know, personal growth material. I do some exercise, usually either a session, a quick session in the gym or go for a run. I usually do a bit of yoga, some stretches. Again, this is all sort of like 10, 20-minute blocks. Uh, I do some incantations like self-belief work where I'm actually like pumping myself up. Um, you know, really, give, really going through, you know, what my values are, what my mission is, what my vision is to who I want to become as a person, and then I crank on some pretty awesome uh, tunes. I usually actually have a dance in my uh, in my bathroom in front of my mirror. Uh, I know, <laughs> I know, I know that kind of sounds a bit crazy, but um, I find I find for me it it really just works. I just I just literally put on some awesome tunes, like really really upbeat tunes, and I just jump around, just going nuts. And it's usually for five or ten <laughs> I minutes. <love> that. <laughs> I know, I know. Party for like, one, Chris's yeah, bathroom. <laughs> totally, just like busting out the dance moves. You know, I can try out a few cool new moves as well. You know, because no one else can see. So, um, uh, anyway, so so you know, really getting into that that mindset of like choosing what emotion do I want to feel. And it's not every morning where I'm playing pump up music. Some some mornings I'm playing, you know, kind of 
meditation music or something but more chilled out but my favorite is really pump up music which, uh, um, my, which leggings do you wear Ah, uh, good, good question. Chris, Christina would be referring to the uh, the, the tight um, black milk leggings that I wore to the Tony Robbins uh, event that and I was And people were saying, now here. that's a confident man. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, I, uh, I, I, I do love wearing uh, tights at, at particular events, whether it be personal development or that sort of thing. That was that certainly, maybe we can go into that in, into a, as another story in a second, but I'll, I'll just I'll, finish I'll off put, with I'll my put, routine. I'll put a picture of that in the show notes, by the way. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, put it up there. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, so, so then also following that with listening to a lot of motivation, I've got, I've got a channel on that I listen to on uh, SoundCloud. And uh, like a lot of Les Brown, Les Brown has got to be one of the most motivated. For those that don't know Les Brown, I don't know whether you know him, Christina, but he's one of the most motivationally inspiring people that is just, I, I just listen to him and I just light up inside. He's just a fantastic man. I listen to a lot of Tony Robbins as well. I also listen to uh, Brendan Bouchard. Um, mm-hmm. He's actually got some really cool stuff as well. What's the SoundCloud channel? Um, it's, I think it's, I've, I'll, have to, I'll have to check it for I'll check it for you and find out for you and we can put it in your um, podcast yeah, sure. notes. Okay. Um, I'll find out for you. Um, but it's, it's like the ultimate personal development mix. And it's just like, yeah, Tony, <laughs> Tony Robbins, Brendan Richard, you know, Les Brown. It's got all this awesome stuff. And if you want to get your morning just charging, just listen to this and you're literally bouncing out the door. So yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's in a nutshell. That's kind of, that's my routine in the morning. Um, yeah. And that really just gets me fired up for the day. Um, and I walk out of the front door just feeling awesome. Love that. I've actually started dancing in the bathroom recently. Cause I got, I got one of those, um, Bluetooth speakers for Christmas. So now I have it in the bathroom and then I go in there and I just chuck on some music and I dance around. I have a sing in the shower. I, have, I, love I, it. I actually, I do my cold showers actually. Do you do, uh, do you do cold showers? Yeah, I still do my cold shower for, for the benefit of the audience. It's, um, it's where I, I turn the cold tap on at the end of my shower for say five minutes and, uh, I, I just focus on the main, I, I usually pick three things that I'm grateful for. And really just stand there for five minutes, really just immersing in the gratitude of like awesome things I have in my life. And I'll, I'll pick three different things each day and really just focus on that to just again, give me that amazing feeling of waking up feeling grateful. Doesn't that include hot water? I'm so grateful for uh, hot water. Oh, hot water is so good. <laughs> <laughs> That's one I always go back. But in Perth, it's pretty warm here now. So if I could have an ice bath, I'd actually prefer an ice bath. But, um, <laughs> Um, yeah, certainly, certainly I'm, I'm very grateful for the ability to bathe in potable water. That's a pretty amazing thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Love it. So what's next for you in your personal development journey? Yeah, I've got a heap of stuff uh, planned for this year. I've got a lot of personal development seminars coming up. Uh, I'm going to Tony Robbins later on and I've got a lot of other coaching training coming up this year. But the big thing that I want to get into is going to be doing, I guess, getting more involved in group coaching. That's something that I've discovered that I really love doing and where I can actually, I guess, contribute and, and, and teach people and coach on a greater scale and actually just make more of an impact. So that's one thing I'm really looking to get into. The other thing I want to get into, uh, as well is going to be really around being I guess being a speaker, uh, I mean, you're incredibly inspiring, Christina, because you're, you know, you speak so well and you communicate so effectively. Oh, thank you. And that's, yeah, that's, that's one thing that I want to, I want to, I want to be, I want to be a, 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 have the ability to be on stage and command a presence and actually have my message, um, be received, um, from an audience. So that's, that's the, the next step in my journey will be, yeah, becoming a public speaker, presenter, and, and I'd love to become the next Tony Robbins. That that would be my <laughs> that's my like ultimate big hairy audacious goal in life is to be up on stage with you know, thousands of people. So yeah, at some point, becoming a presenter and public speaker and trainer 
is, is where I see myself going. So this year will be really uh, working towards that as well. For someone who is an individual who's thinking about maybe getting a life coach or they're interested in, in meeting different life coaches and learning more about it, what would you say is the, the first step for them? Like how does someone go about finding a life coach? Yeah, it's a really good question. Um, I guess the probably the most common way that people actually get put in touch with a life coach is through someone they know. Um, generally, you know, generally people trust their friends and their acquaintances with, you know, with the people that they deal with. So that's usually the first method is as a life coach will get recommended to you. So, so for those people out there wanting to get coaching, you could ask your friends, hey, do you know any life coaches or have you been to a life coach that you can recommend? And that's probably the first and foremost way that people normally do it. Uh, I guess another way is, you know, obviously going through Google. Um, you can Google, you know, a life coach in your local area, um, local coaches, and then you know, just getting in contact with a life coach. And most coaches, are, uh, they offer the service of you can actually meet the coach face-to-face um, before you actually have the session so you can find out if the coach is going to be a good fit for you and if their message and if their, I guess, their style, if you like, uh, is going to work for, for that particular client. So that most coaches are really, really quite good when it comes to that because, you know, you can meet your coach and find out is it going to work, um, that sort of thing. Because it is a very personal choice at the end of the day, isn't it? Because you're sharing a lot with this person and they've got quite a responsibility. Well, if anyone listening asks me to recommend a coach, you know who I'm going to recommend, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, if, people, if people want to learn more about you and your coaching, where, where can they go? Yeah, so I've got a, got my website, which has got information about me, which is chrisjacksoncoaching.com. At the moment, I, I'm focusing on people that are really chasing after their passions and their purpose, wanting to find their purpose in life. Mm. So that's kind of my sort of speciality, if you like, people wanting to really get connected with themselves and find out how to turn their passion into what they do for a living. Um, however, I also do with like many other clients that have just got relationship issues that they want to either, you know, find a, find their ideal, ideal relationship or become more <laughs> confident or people that want to get rid of stress, anxiety. I, I, I also coach you know, people with, with any sort of issue in their life that they want to improve. Um, but yeah, if you, if they want to go to my website, um, you can send me an email and find out a bit about me. And, um, if you want to consider coaching, um, yeah, give me a call and have you have a chat and explain how it all works. Excellent. Cool. Thank you so much, Chris, for being a guest on the show. I hope to see you soon in your crazy leggings, maybe at another Tony Robbins session. (laughs) Thanks very much for having me, Christine. It's been awesome chatting as always. I love chatting to you and it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, we'll, uh, we'll definitely see each other. I'll definitely be in the leggings at some point (laughs) when you see me in the future. And there'll be a picture on the, picture on the blog post of Chris in his crazy leggings and me in crazy leggings too, actually. Yeah, both of us. Big thanks to Chris Jackson for being a wonderful guest on the show this week. Again, you can find out more about him at chrisjacksoncoaching.com. If you'd like to see a picture of Chris and myself in our fancy, shiny, tight, tight leggings, go to the show notes at thecmethod.com slash lifecoach. And I'll also put links to how you can connect with Chris over there as well as a link to the SoundCloud playlist he mentioned. I'll definitely be getting on that and having a listen. Okay, as promised, here are a couple of exciting announcements. Firstly, I am going to the Philippines this Friday for a month. Yes, a month. It's part of a group vocational exchange program run by Rotary. Rotary is an international group of people that do good things all around the world. And 
One of the good things they're doing is sponsoring me and three other young professionals to go to the Philippines for a month, stay with host families and do professional development. So I'll be meeting with other professional trainers, other professional speakers. I'll be visiting entrepreneurship schools over there and speaking, learning about the culture, learning about how they do things over there. And I'm super excited about this opportunity. It's going to be a real learning curve for me and I can't wait. So what I'm actually doing with the podcast is I'll still be releasing an episode a week on Wednesdays, but because I don't know how much time I'll actually get to podcast and record over there, I'm going to pre-record my podcast episodes before I go and I'll be releasing them each week as per the normal schedule. If I do get time to podcast over there, I might be throwing some bonus episodes into the mix to keep you updated on what's been going on with my travels and my experiences over in the Philippines. So keep an eye out for that, but no promises because I don't actually know how much time I'll have to do it. And announcement number two is... I have been selected to speak at the Podcast Movement Conference in Chicago this year. It's happening in July. And I'm so, so excited about this. I'm so humbled to be speaking alongside some really big names in the podcasting world. So if you're going to Podcast Movement in July, I would love to hear from you, would love to connect with you, and I'm excited to see and hang out with all my fellow podcasting buddies when when I go there. Alrighty, and that's it for episode 47. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate you spending some time with me today, and I hope that you found this episode interesting and useful. I think we can all get a little bit more practice at overcoming our fears, so my challenge for you this week is to do something, of course, outside your comfort zone. Maybe go and speak to someone you've never spoken to before. Maybe try out a new class or go to a movie by yourself. Do something that you've never done before. Remember, that's the best way to learn and grow. (laughs) Keep on being awesome and I'll see you next week. My name's Christina Cantors and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed. song was the very popular version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow by Mr. Israel Kamakawiwole. (laughs) I'm really sorry if I pronounced that wrong to any Hawaiians that are listening. Izzy, let's call him.